Welcome to Career Tools. Today's show, answering illegal interview questions. Part two. Here we go. If somebody asks you an illegal question, you think it's an illegal question, you've tried not to ascribe some kind of malicious intent to it. Right. You don't even think about it. You yeah. don't even think about it. And that kind of leads to the next point, which is if you've done all that, then answer the flippant question. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you, you don't even have to do all this thinking. We, our recommendation to you is forget about illegal questions. Forget about them. Answer the question. Get the offer. Okay. Answer the question which is asked. No matter what the question is, folks, we don't care. Answer the question. And, and let me let me say it this way. If it is an illegal question and their design there are there, I suppose there's a manager out there who says, you know what, I'm gonna ask an illegal question. He's never gonna sue me. He's gonna stumble. He's gonna mess up the rest of the interview. And if you want to call their bluff, answer the question directly and specifically. That's how I always felt about it. And that's my secondary fallback position after. I want the offer. If it's a question that I may not know the answer, I may not understand why he could get away with asking it. I don't care. I'm going to answer it truthfully so that I can get past it, right? If you're asked if you're married, say yes if you are. And then tell them the age of your kids. Um, If they ask about your pregnancy status, tell them what yours is. Now, look, yeah, that's a stupid question. Okay. It's wrong, right? It may be actionable though, though I promise you folks, actioning these things is miserable. It's awful. But again, the point I made earlier about grace on both sides of the court, here's the thing. You want them to forgive you some of the stupid things, some of the stupid mistakes you make. So forgive them a little bit. Okay. So you answer the question. And, and I really like the guidance here. Um, this is Wendy's guidance about if they ask you if you're married, say yes, and then tell them the age of your kids. Because the age of the kids is another area that they're not supposed to get into, right? You can't discriminate based on your someone's family status. But when you say, yeah, I'm married, I have, I have three kids, you're saying, I'm acting as if your question was not illegal or discriminatory. There's a great bit in, in the movie, the Harrison Ford movie, uh, oh, I was going to say Patriot Games, but actually, it's, it may be Patriot Games. It's the one where he goes to South America. I'm about to say some of all the, the Jack, the Tom Clancy movie where he's a, a CIA guy's advisor to the president. And when one of the president's friends is implicated in a drug cartel operation, which is terrible for the president, they say that he's in the White House meeting and everybody's saying, well, we have to deny it. Or what do we say? Or how do we do it? And he says, and, and Jack Ryan says, Harrison Ford playing Jack Ryan says, no, you don't deny it. You, you admit it. You say, when people ask, was he your friend? Say, yes, he was a good friend. He's a good friend? Yeah, great friend. A great friend? Yeah, a lifelong friend. And you're being so open about it that people are so stunned, you're acting as if it's not a problem, and they're looking for drama, and you're saying there is no drama. If they're asking you about family and they have ill intent, and you say, oh, yeah, I'm married. I have three kids. That's just you saying, this is a totally polite conversation. I'm denying that you would, in fact, do something illegal or a gray area. And I'm going to be pleasant and conversational, even if, in fact, there's a one in a billion chance that you're not being so. And the fact is, that will serve you brilliantly, because if you can do that, it comes across so naturally, it encourages friendly, polite conversation. Okay? Now, there's a strange thing about interviews. Recruiters have hundreds of stories. Each Every recruiter in the world has hundreds of stories about the downright weird answers candidates give to questions and the odd things they do. But here's the funny thing. Nobody ever confesses to giving a strange answer 
or being the one who opened the wrong door or tripped up the stairs or put their pipe in their pocket while it was lit and then discovered their, their, their coat pocket was on fire or that said, I can answer interview questions through my headphones, right? My earbud headphones, right? So it doesn't make sense that no one cops to doing these stupid things, but can recruiters say all the time, oh, you won't believe what this person did. So you might be the one who says something odd or trips over the words or pushes the flip start chip flip chart the easel over when giving a presentation. And if you are, you're going to want the interviewer to forgive you. So if he speaks without thinking, forgive him, please. And here's the thing. After you've directly answered the question, try and address the concern the manager may have, which is causing him to ask this question. If, if, he, asks, if he asks, are you married? Say, I am. Uh, it's great. Uh, I'm lucky my spouse is very supportive of my career. That might allay fears that you might think the hiring manager has about your husband's career being more important than yours, ladies, or that you see this as a job until you have children, which is a stupid thing for a male interviewer or, frankly, for a female interviewer to do to a, a female interviewee. Um, but okay. Another example, somebody asks, she asks, how old are you? Oh, man. Um, you can answer, I'm, I'm 51. Thankfully, wisdom comes with age. I'm lucky I still have the energy I had in my 20s. Answer with a big smile as if the interviewer had just asked after your health in a very caring way. You essentially be bold about it and take away the issue just like Jack Ryan did in the movie. Right. And then you follow up by saying, you know, that was an illegal question, right? <laughs> That'll, yeah, good. Just to prove you're smart enough. <laughs> Perfect answer followed immediately by total ruination. Right? <laughs> um, if you say I'm not answering the question, it's illegal. The hiring manager is probably going to feel stupid that she didn't know if, in fact, that was true. And she got called out. She's going to be worried that she offended you. She's going to be confrontational if she thinks it's a reasonable question. There are only two emotions in the world, love and fear. All the emotions an interviewer will have if you call them out will be based on fear. An interview who, interviewer who associates you with fear will not hire you, period. So don't show any sign of having heard a question that it was in the least bit gray. Smile, answer cheerfully, answer with gusto. If the interviewer does have a concern, you've given a very positive response to their concern. If they don't and they're just clumsy, You've been kind in ignoring it, and you gave a positive, enthusiastic answer. There's no downside to our recommendation here. Now, hopefully this is obvious, but this, of course, means don't leave the interview. Not calling them on their error doesn't mean just get up and leave the room, okay? That really is a different way of making the <laughs> error obvious. And, and, of course, you'll be a subject of stories. I was doing fine. I asked a question. She, she answered it beautifully, and then she walked, out, walked up and left, I couldn't, and she wouldn't answer her cell phone. Look, if you want to go to work in another department later and this hire manager says she got up in the middle of the interview and she laughed, you're done. Of course, the interviewer is going to share with her her workmate the fact that the reason you did that is because she asked an illegal question. Yeah, because she doesn't think she did, right? Of She'll course she's not. completely share yeah. the entire story. Right. No, she won't. She'll share the funny thing that candidates do because that's what candidates do, funny things in interviews. And remember, folks, please remember, you may be wrong. In fact, you're probably certainly wrong. In fact, I'm going to tell you now, if you believe it's an illegal question, I guarantee you you're wrong and we'll prove it to you in a few minutes. How bad would it be to lose an opportunity you really thought was good because you left an interview or you responded badly to a question that wasn't even illegal or that had no disrespect intended at all? People are always telling us there aren't enough opportunities out there. Don't lose one over something you could have controlled. Let's, please, let's not do that. Gosh. 
I would call that a Romeo and Juliet. Two people want to get together, and at the end, they're both alive. Right before the end of Romeo and Juliet, they're both alive, and they both still love each other, and both still want to be together, and then they're dead, right? I mean, I think Romeo thinks Juliet's dead, so he kills himself, and then Juliet comes out of her sleep and goes, oh my God, he's dead, I'm going to kill myself too, right? They were both alive five minutes before the end. Two true total tragedy, right? Don't do that. We call that a Romeo and Juliet. When the company wants you, and you want the company, but you both end up not together. The object of an interview is to get an offer. If you see or hear something which makes you think twice about taking the offer, you can always choose not to go to work there. Oh, and by the way, if you're looking for a company that will give you no reason to not accept, then you're looking in the wrong place because this is a human world and (laughs) there aren't any perfect companies out there. If, in fact, you get the offer, then it's your choice and you could choose to say no. If it's obviously if it's an exceptionally egregious situation, sue them later but you'll probably want to do that after you get a job somewhere else, after your search is complete. Yeah, exactly. Now, our fifth point here is interview. What do you mean interview? Yeah, look, don't look. Of course, you got it. You're in the interview. Yeah, yeah, I know. But people, they, they get distracted. Don't let somebody else's stupidity or clumsiness or even evilness distract you. We just want to make it clear. This is your opportunity. The job is yours to lose. You don't get interviewed if you can't do the job. Period. They will not interview somebody who's not capable of doing the job. Now, you may not be a fit. That's a different thing. But you're capable of doing the job. And so you want to be a fit. Being distracted by the interviewer's ignorance or clumsiness or naivete or even willful disagreeableness, it's your fault because it's your distraction. Okay? You're not responsible for their behaviors. They're not responsible for your response. Okay? They're poking you with a stupidity umbrella. And you're going to get distracted all by yourself. Don't let somebody else influence whether you get the offer if, in fact, you can still stay on a high plane and make sure you get it. It's the classic case of the general saying, I'm not worried about my flanks. I'm worried about the enemy, right? If you follow our guidance in the interviewing series, you'll have done a lot of preparation for this one conversation. You're going to know your strengths and weaknesses. You're going to know the experiences you want the interviewer to hear about. You've got a lot of experiences, but you want to tailor the right ones to the job that they're interviewing you for. Right? You're going to want to know this stuff cold and you want to deliver it with, with warmth and personality. It shouldn't take much for you to take a deep breath, regroup, move on to the next question and nail that one too. Look, why would you want a job with such a difficult manager? In our experience, interviews are often held with more than one manager interviewing at a time. There might be a section head, a manager, and an HR representative. If the section head is asking difficult questions, but you really want to work for the company and you're likely not to have much contact with him because the manager is between you, you could ignore the fact that he's difficult after you get the job. On the other hand, if it is the manager who's asking personal questions, which makes you feel uncomfortable, but may or may not be illegal, the opportunity might still be worth the time spent working for him. And managers move on all the time. Who knows? He might be interviewing elsewhere himself. You never know. Don't figure out reasons to say no. The interview is about getting them to say yes. Right. Getting the offer, right? That now in the interview is not the time to make the decision. Approach the interview, get the job offer, then you can make a decision. Yeah. If you're thinking about the decision about whether or not to go to work there, you're not thinking about getting the offer to begin with. You cannot take something they don't give you. You can't accept an offer you don't have. And If, in fact, you start thinking about accepting or declining, you're not thinking about how do I best position myself to get an offer to begin with. They've got to give you the offer first. Worry about deciding later, okay? You're already thinking about your interview preparation, how that fits the question. You're trying to develop a relationship. You're trying to address any concerns. That's a full-time job. 
don't try adding, do I even want this job if I have to work with her, to that in the interview. Now, look, if you get the offer, add that to the equation afterwards. That happens in the next step, but not right now. In the interview, stick to your game plan, and that means interviewing. Answer the questions as best you can. Be enthusiastic. Be positive. Deliver with energy. Deliver accurately. And just get your get yourself through the interview effectively the way you would any other interview. Right. And that means at the end, whether you think there's been an illegal question or not, close. I think it's probably obvious. If you listen to the interviewing series, you know we're gonna we're gonna suggest that you do everything that's in there, right? Yeah. And one of those things is closing. And we're look, we're saying this just because we want to be crystal clear here. Close for the offer. Say, I want the offer and here's why I want it. Yeah. You say you want an offer and here's why. Seven words. I want an offer. And here's why. And then you list the three reasons why this company would be great to have an offer from. You can actually say that even if you're not certain whether or not you're going to take the offer. Okay. I want a Ferrari, but I don't have one. Okay. Why can you close even though you're not sure you're going to take it? Because you, <laughs> you do want no. the offer. <laughs> right. Because you, because you do want the offer and that offer may affect other companies. And you want to find out what the salary is. And there are several different positions you're looking for. And one, one of them is interesting. One is less so. But you can say no to an offer. Believe me, there is a case to be made that the definition of an offer is the moment control passes from the company to the candidate. If you don't feel you're in control, in other words, if you don't feel you could say yes and they would have to give you a job, then you don't have an offer. The moment you say yes and they then give you the job is the moment you're in control. So get in control, get the offer. And it's okay. In the same way that they're interviewing 10 other people and they're comparing you to all 10, you're interviewing with 10 other companies perhaps, and you're comparing them. And you may love this job and think I could totally go to work here and then end up going to work somewhere else. I remember when I went to work at Procter & Gamble, I, I had an offer from Southeast Bank in Miami, I had an offer from uh, from Nalco Chemical, and the people at Nalco were just some of the neatest people I've ever met. I had such a great interview, and they were so sorry that I went to Procter & Gamble, and Procter was a great choice for me, and I could have totally loved Nalco. I totally could have, and I would have been totally happy there, and I still said no, and I went for the offer. That's a good thing. It's it's good to have an embarrassment of riches, to have more than one offer. And the way you do that is interview as if you want one badly. Yeah. Now, now look, if everybody else you meet is scrupulous and, and, and lovely, don't judge the entire organization for one idiot that's there. Yeah, if it was an ugly pattern with this one person and he'd be your boss and you don't think the opportunity is worth it, okay, say no. We respect that completely. We're glad you got in a situation where you got an offer and then you were smart enough to recognize that the analysis of an offer is different than the process of getting it. They're two different things. And if it's bad enough, it's really bad enough, sure, tell HR about it, okay? But the chances of that are one in a million. Yeah. Now, you said earlier that um, people will be a little bit surprised about what's legal and what's not. So give us some guidance there. Yeah, this is this will always be... One of my favorite parts of any cast. Well, first of all, we can't give specific guidance. I, I'm going to disappoint some people here. We can't, we can't give specific guidance on what's legal and what's not because we have listeners in 186 countries and territories and what's legal in one country is not in another. Folks, I promise you in the U.S., if you're a U.S. manager and you're interviewing or if you're, US, if you're, a, if you're a, just a candidate interviewing and you think U.S. employment law is complex, you know nothing. The U.S. employment law is probably the least onerous and difficult compared to other places in the world. 
And look, frankly, we hope people will be listening to this cast in 20 years. I know people laugh at us for trying very hard, but in a world that's as temporal as the world is today, we really shoot for timeless casts and not timely casts, right? So in 20 years, uh, who knows what will be legal then? We can give you a guide, a, a guide to how the law works. Most laws are fundamentally structured this way, but the protected classes in different places are, are different, okay? So some general overview here. Okay. If you apply for many government jobs, you're going to be given an application form and a sheet which asks for ethnic background, age, disabilities, and a host of other questions, which in general you would think would be illegal. And you'd ask yourself, why is the government agency allowed to ask them? It's not, as many people think, that they have an exception because they're the government. In fact, most government agencies in our experience follow the letter and the spirit of the law and go further than most commercial enterprises in this regard. And here is the nub for all of you that you've got to learn. This is the dirty little secret that every candidate, uh, very few candidates know. In fact, I would argue the only people who know this are HR people and recruiters and interviewers. And the answer is this, folks. No interview question is illegal, period. I'm going to say that again. No interview question is illegal. We call this illegal interview questions because we know our audience and we know that you think there are illegal interview questions. There are not any illegal interview questions in the world, period. None. Okay. Asking the question is not illegal. What's illegal is gaining information from a question which you use to discriminate based on a law that says you cannot discriminate based on information about age or sex or religion or something like that. So it's not illegal for the government to ask. As long as the agency or the company or the government asks every candidate their ethnic background, but doesn't make hiring decisions based on that information, they're fine. What normally happens is that information sheet doesn't have your name on it, just the identification for the job. It's separated from the rest of your information in a lot of places almost as soon as you submit it and it's entered in a database. The results are amalgamated and used, they're aggregated and used to make sure that the agency is attracting a wide range of candidates and to make sure that there are not patterns that are happening relative to hiring unrelated to one particular case. I'm telling you again, no question is illegal. In order for you to be in an interview and to believe that a question is legal, first of all, you're wrong. You have to assume intent to discriminate on the part of the company. Since the question isn't illegal, saying to someone the question is illegal, let me tell you, if you're talking to an experienced HR person, they're going to feel slapped. What you're saying to them is, I'm an idiot because, in fact, the question is not illegal. But worse, you're implying that they naturally, that they are a discriminating person, that they discriminate against the law. And an HR person, particularly a senior HR person who who are terribly careful about uh, about sensibilities in the world, would just be, they would be mortified. My God, how could you possibly imagine that? So, as an interviewee, right, the important thing to remember about interview questions and legality, it is illegal for an employer to recruit new employees in a way that discriminates against them because of a selection for the race, color, religion, creed, gender, pregnancy, national origin, age, disability, genetic information, sexual orientation, ethnicity, political affiliation, mother tongue, citizenship, medical conditions, gender identity, marital status, military veteran status, use of illegal drugs, legal drugs, height, weight, socioeconomic class. It is not illegal to ask questions about those issues.
And I'm, I can just bet that there are a thousand, if not 10,000 U.S. managers right now going, that was a long list. I didn't know some of those things were on the list. So then I guess the follow on to this whole thing is since the question is not illegal right. and you can't tell during the interview that you're being discriminated against. Right. I guess you just answer the question and move on, right? Answer it and move on. Right. If you find later you didn't get the job, then you can consider whether it's worth bringing a case or complaining about discrimination. But frankly, if you spend time thinking about it in the interview, you won't have a good interview. They will be saying no to you, not because of the illegal question and your bad answer to it, but rather because you just didn't have a good interview. Yeah. And, and then if you think it's, it's egregious and you've given reason for the person not to hire you, legally not hire you. If you want to do something about it, your case is not as good. Yeah, exactly. So wrapping up, folks, boy, that was fun. People just don't know. The phrase illegal interview question, if you Google it, I'm sure you get a million hits. The phrase illegal interview, I'd be interested. I did not Google it. I'd be interested to see if you if you Google illegal interview question, whether or not in the top five, and I'm, I'm just using that as a horseman rule of thumb that the, the top five get clicked on the most, whether in the top five there's any indication that there's no such thing. Hmm. Good question. Um, that they make a distinction between the practice of discriminating against the information as opposed to the question itself. I bet you not. I bet you the popular ones are, are blogs or websites by people who aren't that smart saying, here's what you need to do in a legal, if you get an illegal interview. In fact, I, we, we ought to Google it and find out how much bad, bad guidance is out there. Maybe it's good. I don't know. Maybe it's good. That'd be a good thing. So look, overview. Please be careful, folks. You may not be right about what's illegal because there are no illegal interview questions. Please don't assume ill intent. That's This just doesn't happen that often, at least at first. You got to answer the question. Don't call them on their error. Let it go. Give them some grace, what you want from them when you stumble through an interview, but you really get the the, the crux of the thing right, but you maybe you didn't, didn't say it very terribly well. Interview. Finish the interview. Close for the offer because you can't accept an offer you don't get. And then remember, there are no such thing as illegal interview questions. In the average, even the below average, mid to large size organization today, this just doesn't happen that much. Most of the discussion we hear on this subject begins with the supposition that there are illegal questions and there aren't. The best thing you can do is not worry about that. Answer the questions. Do it with gusto. Be a pleasant, outgoing person who's also forgiving of other people. Stepping into a gray air when they don't really mean it. Uh, don't get distracted get the offer, and then turn it down if you choose to. But probably if you're thinking to turn it down because of that, hopefully you'll know it takes a lot more than somebody stepping impolitely into a gray area. And we ought to forgive people for that the same way we would want it on the other side of the table. Good. All right, my friend. Thanks. That was fun. My pleasure, partner. All right. We'll see you. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you here again uh, next week. Meantime, have a great one. So long.